Hello listeners, welcome to Money Talk with Patrick. I'm your host, Patrick, trading mentor and creator of DC Trading. So in today's episode, I would like to talk more about meme stocks. If you listen to one of my previous episodes, you will already be acquainted with what happened with GameStop stock and Reddit. I wanted to talk more about the psychology behind this type of stock and discuss some of the hottest meme stocks right now. Before starting, please bear in mind that trading meme stocks involves high risk. Always do your due diligence before investing in any asset. So hello everyone, how is it going? Happy Thursday once again, here we are in Money Talk with Patrick. So today I wanted to talk more about meme stocks. I've already um, had an episode where I talked with Chris, a friend of mine, about what was happening with GME and gave out some of our thoughts in that regard. Now I'm gonna do a little bit of a summary just in case that you haven't heard because you were under a rock, at the very least you're gonna be updated and also I'm gonna be giving my opinions on the matter, on the price action, what's going on and also mention some of the hottest meme stocks out there. So let's start with kind of like this summary. So GameStop, the GameStop saga has been basically the battle between David and Goliath, between the small retail investor and big hedge funds. You know, this has been the premise uh, uh, for a long time. Now, what happened really was that uh, some hedge funds were really shorting some stocks, basically expecting them to going, uh, expecting them to go bankrupt. Right? Uh, that's why they were shorting, hoping that they could bank some money despite the people losing their jobs and so on. Now, the problem here was that they were overestimating the probabilities of these companies going bankrupt, while kind of underestimating the potential of recovery so this is kind of what was happening and this guy uh, whose name in reddit is deep freaking value for the sensor version of it uh, he was discussing his due diligence basically his research on gamestop and he was discussing it freely on reddit so everyone could really see it right now while he was discussing this, a lot of people is starting to kind of listen to him and started uh, going on uh, on GameStop. And of course, little by little, the GameStop stock started uh, gaining more and more value. And then at one point, it you know, it, people became aware that uh, these uh, hedge funds were really, really shorting some of these stocks like GME and AMC. So they started to buying in order to try and short squeeze the funds, uh, uh, short squeeze uh, these hedge funds, which basically is buying just uh, just to actually make them uh, close their positions because at one point they cannot take the losses. If you're shorting, you know that if the market goes up, you're losing money. So at one point, you are leveraged enough that you have to close your positions and you have to buy back. So that's called a short squeeze because in a small period of time, you are forced to just buy back everything and then there's a spike in the price. So this is what Redditors were trying to do. Now, what happened is that Robinhood, which is a broker in the US, and other brokers stopped the buying of these specific securities. So they would not allow you to buy 
GameStop stock at certain point uh, a point in time, which created, of course, a lot of criticism. And you know, DFB, the CEO of Reddit, the CEO of Robinhood, and key stakeholders in Melvin Capital and Fidelity, they even went to a hearing uh, in the U.S. courts. So this went to another whole level, and this is basically where we are right now. Which uh, we already have some of the hearings, but I think there's still gonna be some more to discuss more about the topic now this brings or this begs me to consider what's you know what's happening right now in terms of the market price and in terms of the psychology because i think it is kind of like um fight between traditional finance uh, financial valuation versus what it's called herd mentality now in terms of traditional finance, there's this theory which is called the efficient markets theory. Basically, this hypothesis or this theory uh, says that or states that asset prices reflect all available information at any given time. So if the price is high, it's because some good news uh, happened and you know if that's the case the price would already take into consideration that news. So basically you're saying that the price is uh, smarter the price is wiser than everyone else the price states that the market is perfect and then thus it's unbeatable in performance now this theory in my opinion at the very least is half truth since the market has a lot of participants who might be unaware of their decisions and might not be fully rational now at some point this is why shorting is important and i know that a lot of people think that shorting is just a way to get a company's bankrupt but this is not the case because shorting in a sense helps tackle these irrational exuberant markets prone to bubble like behavior so in, in a sense they are trying to do what a traditional finance is, 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 is supposed to do. It's supposed to uh, give a price to the market or a correct valuation according to the fundamentals and according to the company's um, structure and so on. So hedge funds, in theory, this is in theory because it's not always the case, they try to buy undervalued securities and short overvalued securities. Now, in comparison to this, we have this herd mentality. Now, these, of course, do not take into account any rational behavior. That's what is herd mentality. People just follow the herd. People just follow a trend or something that's happening. You know, they buy an asset just because that specific asset is going up. And this in traditional finance is called the greater fool theory. So the greater fool theory states that people um you know uh, or, or the price of an asset is determined by whether you can sell it for a higher price at a later point in time so basically you are buying something because you think that in the future you're going to be able to sell that in uh, that asset uh, more expensively so you're going to create a profit so this is basically kind of like a pyramid with every people or everyone who's actually buying into the asset thinks that they they will be able to sell it at a higher price and those you know it becomes the greater fool or the greatest fool which is the last people that tend to buy that stock or that specific asset and then everyone starts taking profit and then the price collapses and it goes down uh, in in a really drastic way like what happened uh, the first time with jamie with when it went all the way to 500 and then in a matter of days it went back to 50 uh, i think 50 dollars so that's that's a huge huge um loss in terms of this kind of like a theory now 
With this theory, people, of course, they don't care about the underlying asset, right? They don't care about the company. They don't care about the financials. They don't care about uh, the underlying a reason why that company or asset has value they just care about the money and they just care about uh, buying so that they can sell it higher you know it's kind of uh, something similar that's happening with bitcoin i will be giving my opinions on bitcoin later on because you know just the price has been crazy it has been going up a lot uh, also because of potential inflation but that's uh, uh, that's a topic for another day in any case, going back to this uh, meme stock, so going back to this theory, of course, you might expect that this uh, greater, the greater uh, full theory creates FOMO, right? And FOMO is fear of missing out, which again further impulses the price upward. So basically, you have people uh, looking at the price going up and then buying because they think it's still going, going to go up. And they don't think that the reason that the price is going up is because of them, right? It's not because the price is just going up. It's because they are making the price go up by just buying irrationally. So most of these irrational behaviors, is, they, always see, uh, they always see harsh corrections. And ultimately, price crashes, as, as I just said before, potentially picking up momentum once again. So if you were uh, looking at the GME charts, uh, it went from 500 to almost 50, and now it's back up to 300. So that's basically 600% right there, you know? So this is kind of like the market cycles where there's exuberance. Once again, everything goes up. And again, when you are at that peak, then everyone realizes, hey, maybe this is not a good investment. Hey, maybe this is actually overvalued. And they start selling some take profits, some take losses. And, you know, the cycle repeats again. Now, of course, this I'm not making this episode to tell you that it's a bad idea to invest as I'm not telling you that it's a good idea to invest. You know, these are just my opinions and what I think the market is doing because there is a, a strong clash between traditional finance and what's happening right now in every chart. You know, uh, I even spoke with Sammy. I hope that you remember from my trading psychology episode and we were talking about how the market is just irrational, right? It's not doing what you would usually expect the markets to do in certain scenarios they're kind of behaving this way and i think one of the reasons is because there's a lot more of retail traders and i made a hypothesis where uh, i saw that a lot of the uh, moving averages in these specific stocks in these specific assets were playing a huge role and maybe it, it is because the normal investor is not really aware of the tools the trading tools that you can have to really see what the price is at or what good opportunities for entry so they just grab the simple the most simplest thing that they can and they just trade with that so that's just a theory who knows uh, but the point is that some of the markets are really irrational right now so now to end the episode i want to talk about the hottest or some of the hottest uh, meme stocks right now and what they do so that you are a little bit aware uh, about them maybe you want to do more due diligence on them really know if they're good investments or not but that's really up to you so first of all of course we have gamestop stock uh, the ticker is gme if you want to look for it uh, what do they do it's a video game consumers electronic and gaming merchandise retailer so basically they sell uh physical games they sell physical products for gaming 
um you know kind of uh, talking about positively and negatives uh, in the negative side most media and entertainment right now what we consume is tending uh, to go fully digital right so that's a big constraint that they might have but on the other side this gives them the potential ability to recreate its interaction with the gamers and consumers right so this is why it's also going up because they have the opportunity to change their entire business model and potentially grow even faster in the future or even recover right now you know that's uh, up to see but this is kind of like the state right now another stock amc amc entertainment the ticker amc uh, they basically it's a movie theater chain now again uh, negatives is this digitalization of media and how the growth in digital subscriptions you know netflix now it's disney plus i think they will have like five new subscriptions you have hulu you have hbo max you know you have so many that you can't even count them um and this is gonna of course affect it negatively because now you can watch movies at the comfort of your own home so uh, this is something that they need to uh to see that uh, and, and potentially that you know that directors the board of directors and uh, the ceo they have to take this into consideration to see what they're uh, gonna be able to do in the future but of course this brings some positives because there's alternative use of current infrastructures right what's stopping them from actually uh, i don't know renting these movie theaters maybe people want to do a party maybe people want to you know make them the small nightclubs or maybe people even want to uh, watch movies you know of their choosing right and uh, not necessarily what's in there right now so there's a lot of opportunity for them to get a little bit more creative now third one i'm just gonna be uh talking about five uh pretty much to wrap up this episode but the next one's tesla tsla that's the ticker of course you know tesla you know if you know elon musk if you are aware of spacex you of course are gonna be aware of tesla electric vehicle and clean air energy company basically positives of course there's a huge potential turnaround of standard vehicles into electric vehicles and this is why a lot of people are investing in these ev companies because you know as a matter of fact if in the future you were to say that all the normal cars diesel cars oil uh, gas cars are gonna change or are gonna be transformed into electric vehicle vehicles then there's a huge market potential for these type of companies but of course on the negative there's a lot of overpriced valuation pe ratio which is price over earnings ratio for instance for tesla it's it's reaching above a thousand uh times meaning that uh, the price is thousand times greater than what they are actually earning now you know i'm not really gonna discuss that right now but uh, right now pe ratio does not mean anything in reality you know before it was kind of like a guideline for you to know if a company was overvalued or undervalued depending on what the overall industry um the ratio was but right now all the companies are really focusing on growth so this is not really something that even matters uh roblox rblx um <laughs> this is just a, a funny one because it's a video game developer they basically have only one game i think they might have two but you know it's a game for kids now the positive um maybe it's a very new ipo it's aimed for kids this game um oh there's some potential they, they, they have a lot of player base but the negative really what i see is that it it's potentially overvalued uh, who knows we'll see in the future but usually when an ipo comes out 
prices uh, tend to go down in the very first uh, couple of weeks, you know, couple of months when, you know, people allow, well, I'm not people, but, you know, uh, institutions allow shorting. So we'll see what's going to happen with them. But, you know, it's definitely going to become a meme stock just because it's a video game company. And the last one that I want to talk about is Rocket Companies or the ticker RKT. So these uh, companies or this uh, kind of like mother company, uh, they involve ev everything from personal finance and consumer services brands. They include uh, a brand in mortgages, uh, branding homes, rocket loans, uh, rocket autos. So they basically focus on, you know, making loans and making kind of interest. Now, the positive is that they're look, they're trying to look to innovate that traditional loan system uh, in a more kind of like, I think, digital version, um, less paperwork and so on. But the negatives, uh, of course, is that current interest rates are very low. So uh, the potential for profit and for growth might be at its peak right now, if you know what I'm saying, uh, because, you know, potentially in the future, if inflation starts coming up, uh, interest rates might go up but in any case you know some honorable mentions i'm just gonna say uh, uh name you the ticker in case you want to do more due diligence more do more research on them it's neo and io um that's another ev company afa apha which i think it's uh it's basically a wheat stock and then we have bb which is um uh which is BlackBerry, and of course, mind that BlackBerry is not doing phones anymore, and NOK, NOK, which is Nokia, which again, they're not doing phones anymore, but they're interesting stocks, they're actually trying to do uh, something very new, so do your own due diligence and find out more if that's what you're interested. In any case, traders and listeners, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Money Talk with Patrick. The internet has given us the opportunity to change the status quo and disrupt industries. Remember to always be updated and aware of what is happening around you and do your research and due diligence before investing in any market. If you like the podcast or have learned anything new with it, please help me by sharing it to others. It really does make a difference. Thank you very much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Take care.